All right, let's look at uh, this next, exa next example. We'll do the same thing. We'll sketch showing relative extrema. We'll use the second derivative test to try to categorize or classify the extrema. And uh, we'll look at inflection points. This time we have the curve um, f of x equals x minus 3x to the 2 thirds. You know what x to the 2 thirds is, right? It's the cube root of x squared. Okay, cube root of x squared. So <clears throat> we could write this as what? The cube root of x squared, if we choose. But of course, to differentiate, right? Right, if we're going to differentiate, which of course we're going to have to do, we'll have what? 1 minus, right? We'd rather have exponential form. 3 times 2 thirds is what? 2, right? x to the 2 thirds minus 1, right, <clears throat> is negative 1 third. Okay, and then the second derivative, right, is not too bad. We get a 0, and then what? Plus 2 thirds x to the what? Minus 1 third minus 1 is what? Negative four-thirds. All right. Okay, so um, let's see. I guess we can look for critical numbers. <clears throat> okay, critical numbers, right? We're going to have to look at what? One minus, right, this is the derivative. Okay, one minus, well, I'm going to write this as 2 over x to the 1 third, right, which I can then write common denominator, right, x to the 1 third minus 2 over x to the 1 third, right, <clears throat> which is what? The cube root of x minus 2 over the cube root of x, right? Oops, that's an f prime, right? f prime. All right, uh, and then the derivative, f prime, will equal zero if what? If the numer <coughs> if the numerator of the fraction is zero, and the denominator is not zero, so we have the cube root of x minus 2 is 0, or the cube root of x is 2, or x is 8, right? And of course, if x is 8, the denominator is the cube root of 8 is 2, so this is a critical value, critical number, rather, critical number, critical number, okay? But we also have critical numbers where the derivative does not exist. Okay, and this time, right, this, <clears throat> this derivative, which is a fraction, right, will not exist if the denominator, the cube root of x, is equal to 0, which will certainly occur if x is equal to 0. All right? So we have two critical numbers. Um, 
we can then use the second derivative to categorize these, right? So, um, well, to categorize this one anyway. Can we, can we use the second derivative test to categorize this critical number? No, right? Because the second derivative test only applies what? If the first derivative is equal to zero, right? And here the first derivative does not equal zero. In fact, what? It doesn't exist. So let's see. At x equals what? Eight, right? The first derivative is zero, right? And the second derivative at 8, right? The second derivative is what? Well, it's 2 thirds times 8 to the negative 4 thirds, right? The second derivative was what? 2 thirds x to the negative 4 thirds. Okay, what's what does this mean? It's 2 thirds times 1 over right, the cube root of 8 to the fourth, right, right, the negative exponent means it's 1 over, and it's the cube root, right, to the fourth power, all right, so this is what, it's 2 thirds times 1 over, the cube root of 8 is 2, and 2 to the fourth is Right, 2 times 2 times 2 times 2 is 16, so this is what? 1 over 24, right? And we did a lot of work, and the only thing we really need to know is that 1 over 24 is positive. So, at x equals 8, we have what? We have the derivative, the first derivative is 0, and the second derivative is positive. So the first derivative is 0, and the second derivative is positive. That makes it what? A relative min. Okay, so 8, right? And f of 8 is what? f of 8, right, to get the y value is what? It's 8 (coughs) minus 3 times 8 to the 2 thirds, so that's what, 8 minus 3 times, right, the cube root of 8 squared, 8 minus 3, 2 squared is 4, so 8 minus 12 Okay, so 8, negative 4, <coughs> right, we've now categorized as what? A relative what? Right, minimum. Okay? Okay. All right, so we've uh, got a little bit <coughs> done. We have a relative minimum at 8, negative 4. Right, but we still don't know what's going on at zero, right? And the second derivative test is not going to help us. So, 
Well, if we can't use the second derivative test, then what? We'll go back and use our first derivative test. Do you remember the first derivative test? Right. Well, the function is continuous. So what we're looking for is a sign pattern for the first derivative right, on either side of <clears throat> 0. Okay? All right. So if we chose negative 1 to the left, then the derivative here, let me write it down, the derivative was what? It was the cube root of x minus 2 over the cube root of x. Okay? So at negative 1, the cube root of negative 1 is what? Negative 1, negative 1, negative 1, right? will give us, right, negative 1 times negative 1 times negative 1 will give us negative 1, so the cube root of negative 1 is negative 1, okay? Don't get confused, right? The square root of negative 1 is no good, but the cube root of negative 1 is not a problem, right? Negative 1, negative 1, negative 1 gives us negative 1. All right, so at, so f prime at negative 1 will be negative 1 minus 2 over negative, oops, negative 1, right? So that's what? Negative 3 over negative 1, right? So that's what? That's positive, okay? Okay, and if we go on this side, right, the right side at 1, we get what? F prime, right? The first derivative evaluated at 1 is what? <clears throat> the cube root of 1 is 1 minus 2 over 1 is negative 1 over 1 is negative, right? Okay, so what does that tell us? It tells us that 0, right, the critical number 0 represents what? The function is increasing, then we lose the tangent, we lose the first derivative, and then it's decreasing, all right? So that makes the critical point 0, right? And f of 0 is 0, okay? will be what? A relative max. Okay, so we have a relative maximum. All right? Okay. So <coughs> we have um, classified uh, our relative extrema, right? We've got a relative minimum at 8, negative 4, and we could use the second derivative test to classify that one because what? Because the first derivative was zero. If the first derivative is not zero, forget about the second derivative test. It, it doesn't apply, okay? <clears throat> so, so at x equals eight, right, we did have the first derivative is equal to zero and the second derivative is positive. So this, the second derivative test then tells us that we're looking at a relative minimum, right? But 
Zero was also a critical number, but it was a critical number because the first derivative did not exist. Right? If the first derivative doesn't exist, the only way to try to figure out whether we have a relative max or a relative min is to use the first derivative test. Right? And we're looking for a sign pattern for the first derivative. Positive does not exist. Negative for a continuous function right, says what? That this is a relative max. And so we have the critical point zero, zero by the first derivative test is a relative max. All right, now let's look at the uh, concavity and inflection points. Okay, the second derivative is, right, f double prime, two-thirds x to the negative four-thirds, and what we're going to get from the second derivative is what? What does its second derivative tell us about? Right, it tells us about concavity and points of inflection. All right, so the first thing we want to do, though, is put this in a form that we can sort of understand a little better. So this is going to be what? 1 over the cube root of x to the fourth. Now, whether we write cube root of x to the fourth inside, okay, or the cube root of x to the fourth outside, right, it really, it's the same thing, all right? So I'm going to write it this way um, for now because it's a little bit easier, I think, for you to understand that what? The 2 is certainly always positive. The 3 is always positive. The cube root of x, right? Remember we just talked about the cube root of x could be negative, could be positive, but if you raise it to the fourth power, then what? A positive to the fourth power is positive, and a negative to the fourth power will also be positive. So the second derivative, right, everything is going to be positive, 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 except what? When x is 0. When x is 0, of course, the cube root is 0. To the fourth is 0. The denominator is 0. Okay, so that's a good observation. The second derivative is positive, except when x is equal to 0. All right? Which means what? Well, if the second derivative is positive, what does that tell you? Second derivative positive. It says what? The curve is concave. Concave what? If the second derivative is positive, right, the curve is concave up. Right? So the curve is concave up always except what? At x equals 0. Right? Now, what's going on at x equals 0? Well, if you remember, at x equals 0, we had a critical number, but a critical number because what? Because the first derivative didn't exist. Well, if the first derivative doesn't exist, the second derivative won't exist, right? And if the second derivative doesn't exist, the curve has no concavity. All right, so we have then what? The curve is, here, we, I could just do a little quick sketch of a number line. Right? Our only value where um, the second derivative is either 0 or doesn't exist 
is at zero, the second derivative doesn't exist, and what? The second derivative is positive everywhere else, which means the curve is what? Concave up and concave up, right? All right, so we have no inflection points then. All right, and what does this curve look like? Well, we have a minimum at 8, negative 4. So here's around 8, negative 4. So that's our minimum, right? We have a maximum at 0, 0. Well, I don't need 0, 0. You can see that that's 0, 0, right? That'll be the maximum, right? This is what? This was a horizontal tangent, and this was a, what? No derivative. The derivative didn't exist. So here we have a sharp corner, right? Here we have a flat horizontal right, tangent. The curve is always concave up, right? So it's concave up, concave up, concave up. It's always concave up, yes? Okay, we have no tangent, we have no concavity at that point, all right? So this is what the graph looks like for this example. Okay, let's look at another type of example.